everyone. You're listening to Balrod Radio. My name is Matt Weston, and tonight I'm joined by the master of the Keyblades himself, my good friend Taylor. How are you doing tonight, my friend? I'm doing all right, especially with the whole master of the Keyblades. Even though I feel like if that whole world existed, I would not be the hero, Sora. I'd be the villain. Who's the villain? Well, at this point, I don't know what the newest one. Is I think it, it's is Aqua. Is it Riku or the other weird no, guy? No, Riku's now you're back to being your best friend. That's so stupid. I think uh, from the trailer that I saw, it's Aqua, which would be the female in the Birth by Sleep Kingdom Hearts game. So I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty pumped. But I don't know if that's true. I haven't played it yet. No spoilers for me, please. Stop hitting up my Twitter feed. Uh huh. I was <laughs> upset that uh, football Twitter. Houston Texans Twitter was Red Dead Twitter for a while, and then it never became Kingdom Hearts Twitter, and I'm very upset. But it just shows the type of people people who watch football. They're not the type of people you want to associate with. What are you talking about? I feel like, though, people... It's so hard to find, like, the class of individuals that like Kingdom Hearts because whenever you bring it up to people that have never heard of it... Because now it's over 10 years for the sequel, so... Ten years ago, try convincing people, hey... Longer you know, than that, probably. Well, I think it was 2000. So 2007, I think, was yeah, Kingdom Hearts 06, 2. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So over ten years, and think about it. Even back then, it's t- trying to convince people, hey, you know, it's a, the best game of all time. A Disney game. Yeah. I travel world to world. Well, and Vince Staples, Summertime 06, was really about playing Kingdom Hearts 2 all summer long. Dude, Kingdom Hearts 2, double keyblades. It was the greatest thing Oh my god, double key plates. Dude, I fused with Goofy. I'm gonna make for your birthday, I'm gonna get you a, a keyblade keychain for your keys, you know? Pretty cool, is right? Is that gonna unlock your heart? Uh no, this heart is impossible to unlock. <laughs> it's locked what forever. You, what do you mean it's locked forever? Nothing. Somebody has to have the key, man. Nobody has the key. Give to me it. the key. It's like a black hole, like light can't even escape it, you know. Oh, by the way, speaking of that, okay, so I'm gonna talk to you a little bit about Grindelwald here. The Harry Potter. No, we're not no, talking. No, 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 no. Let me let me this talk about terrible. this one thing. Only because I just want to say this one thing. You better be fast, dude. It's it's fast. Well, you know what? Why don't you watch him out? Okay, I'll see whenever I want to. But either way, so the whole time the movie is like slow. It's building up to like a certain moment where you're supposedly gonna have like a big fight scene at the end, big big whole meeting. You get to the very end, and all it is is people like joining him and touching his hand, and then he's like. Thank you for coming. All and right. that's all it is. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the whole ending. That's the whole movie, Matt. Uh, two and a half hours how of me sitting there. Oh my it's god. It's two and a half hours. It's two and a half hours. Jeez. That's what I'm saying. Two and a half hours, and that's what it? I went. Dude, I give it like two and a half out of eight. Okay. <laughs> whatever <laughs> what a rating scale that is. Um uh, well back to Kingdom Hearts if I Oh, if, so we're gonna go back to Yeah, Kingdom just because I want I want Fox and the Hound to be in the game. Because I want to kick the crap out of big stupid bear, just really you know mess that bear up. But they didn't put it in this one, so I don't think. I actually, I do kind of want to buy it, put it in a drawer, like a really fancy glass of sh- you know champagne or a bottle of champagne, not a glass of champagne, and just keep it in there for like three years. Be like, yeah, okay, I'm ready to break it out now, break up the good stuff, you know. So is that like the one world that you'd want over anything else? Yeah, the fox, fox and the, the hound, hound for world? sure. Just because I would love to kick the crap out of that stupid bear. No, what you, come on, man. You could keep the stupid crap out of the bear and like Brave or something like that. No, I want to kick the crap out of that dumb bear because screw that dumb bear. It was big old red evil eyes, you know? You know what You know what movie they really should have in there? They shouldn't have? No, no, that oh, they, they should, should have, have in have, there. Okay. Go to like a Mighty Duck 
like world. That's what they you should play have. hockey. The play, the hockey, the mighty be a good ducks. Mini game. But it's like the animation movie, you know, where they're actually ducks and they have yeah, like the golden mask. Weird, Do you remember the golden mask mighty duck animation yeah, movie? Yeah, I well, I remember watching the TV show on Saturday morning WB. Dude, I rented that movie like eight thousand times from <laughs> Hollywood Video. God, I miss Hollywood Video. My, I my mother went to credit card debt because of Blockbuster because <laughs> of me. Oh my God, what do you mean because of you? How much did you spend? I don't know. You just like. Oh, can we please go? Please. Maybe please go. That's and how you, you get into debt. You get into debt by not returning yeah, the movies, and then, Matthew. Well, I'm saying it's Thursday, and then like it's Wednesday. You're like, oh, and then she, and then you don't remind her because she has so many other things to do. It's like, oh, it's, when is that due? You're like, oh, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, you know, she's ten thousand dollars in debt because of Blockbuster. By the way, how disgusting is it that when you think about what Blockbuster and Hollywood Video would charge for late fees oh, versus t- like today where it's like you just it's buy It's worse the t- than student loan debt. <laughs> People complain about student loan debt. Blockbuster debt was the real think killer of the economy. $500 for movies. Would you pay that when the movie itself probably cost you $20 yeah. at the most back then? Well, it's, I mean, it's for a, a new VHS, nineteen ninety nine. It's right? an opportunity cost that the video store is losing during those days when they can't rent that movie out. Whoa. That's, they, why, I went, that's why I went to business school. They could take my late fee and they could just buy 50 of those movies. But they're not making that money whenever you don't. Whenever you have the m- movie instead. Listen, you know? listen, Mr. Economics over here. If I yeah, want I your to, opinion, that's what I went to if for. I want your opinion on this, I'll ask for it. Until then, just agree with my Hollywood video analysis here. Well, I can't agree with it because it's, God, I, I wrote a whole God, I wrote a whole capstone paper oh on it. God. But you know that on is good, that video. is a good that is a really good point though. People want to complain about student loan debt. Blockbuster debt, that's the real killer. You know, that you was the real that. problem. You, you just said that you had a really good again. point. That's what you just said. Again. You just complimented yourself. These, you know, these soft children, these 21 year olds fresh out of college. Soft they don't children, know, my they lord. They don't know the You're real struggle. You're lucky you said struggle. 21, pervert. They don't know the real struggle out there. Soft children. You're well, going like, on Law and Order SVU. Anybody younger than, I guess, 22 is a child, you know? By the way, does anybody like younger than twenty two even know Hollywood Video or Blockbuster? Uh, I mean, I maybe, but the maybe, but it's like, oh yeah, I remember that. I was born in nineteen ninety nine. I'm a nineties kid. Yeah, I remember Rugrats. They, I mean, they dump but they wish. You God. know. By the way, try watching Rugrats these days. It's some crazy. Nobody's crap. watching Dude, that. It's too trippy. Nobody's and weird. watching that. It does. It, it's bothering. Like uh, I don't even understand how I watched it back then. It was. It's really creepy. Oh, you about you? I thought you were talking about new Rugrats. No, I'm not watching <laughs> new grown-up Rugrats. Yeah, Who the hell doing. is doing that? Dude, I'm talking about watching doing. the old Rugrats now. It is some weird stuff, man. Yeah. I, I don't even get it. It is, dude, it's a it's badass for, it's trip. It's for babies, you know? I get It's a badass <laughs> trip. It's not okay. There's no such thing as a badass trip. It's just different, Wait, it's no, just different things is. that you learn. No, no, man. Sometimes there you learn some things thing. the hard way, and that's all a badass trip is. <laughs> That's uh, terrible. So this weekend is the Super Bowl. So if you, it is a little late. Talk about a bad acid trip. Yeah. No, this isn't that. This is like I don't know, going to church but leaving before the last song. What does that even mean? Does that mean like, I mean, like, it's like, like the going last, to church? What does that even mean? I mean, going to church may kind of a drag, but at least you're leaving before the last fifteen minutes of it, so you get to leave a little bit earlier and beat the traffic, get to the lubies a little bit sooner, but. I know this is a little bit late to bring up because the game is already this Sunday. This is uh, posting Thursday night at one in the morning because you know we're dedicated. That's what we do. Yes, and I like being exhausted. 
But uh, yeah. if you, if you, whatever you're doing for the Super Bowl this weekend, uh, you know, put some hot recipes in the comments as you listen to this podcast. Oh God! But and hit the subscribe button too while you're at it. But oh, uh, if no, Matt, come on! If they are not a subscriber and they're listening to this podcast. They, I mean, they're I don't a subscriber even, now. I don't even know what they're doing yeah, here. Yeah, and put some hot re- hot recipes in the comments, and then, uh, but if you don't have something to do, and you can have like invite thirty friends over to Sabo Blue, what you should do is you should have a Super Bowl beer pong tournament, have guy girl teams or guy guy teams. No, 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 guy, no girl guy girl teams. Because then and it's the two bros that show up and they just and they know just how to play. Everybody. They've been playing together yeah. for like 17 exactly. years. Exactly. Yeah. They've been waiting for this tournament They're to happen. They're 39 been playing with each other for 17 exactly. years. Exactly. Guy-girl partners makes it the fairest only because you then have to rely for on sure. your partner. And then every group, every tandem is a specific team. So you have, you know, yeah. uh, and you can dress up like Vikings if you don't want to be the actual Vikings and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But make sure fun. that it's like a team mascot type yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The one problem with it though is there's so like all like I don't know there's at least four Super Bowls I didn't remember at all where I like woke up next morning and I was like oh I kind of remember that like I kind of sort of remember that I definitely don't remember that and like it's nice being like a real adult and like actually remembering the Super Bowl but at the same time you know how foggy things are is actually uh, enjoyable this also you know it's they're they're both good in different ways. I'll be honest with you. I'm actually more excited that now my Super Bowl is not ending up in a fight because whenever it was the Super Bowl beer pong tournament and you're playing with your significant other, somehow it got too competitive in some areas where then then the Super Bowl doesn't turn into a good time because when there's money involved, people get blamed. People then say you take it too seriously. But then it, it gets awkward because then you're just yelling <laughs> at each other in front of people, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, what are they doing?" But it's all it's it's competition, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to lose. Yeah, it's important. You can't lose. You have to. And then like you drink six beers, and then you feel better. By the way, let me touch on you. You can't remember a Super Bowl. So when when do you think it's going to happen? Where it's going to be a holiday the next day, right? I mean, the Monday after Super Bowl is going to have to be a holiday sooner or later. Yeah, I say get rid of President's Day, make it, move it to the Monday after the Super Bowl. It's in February anyways. You might as well. It would make the most sense. And then also, like, voting day should be a holiday. And, like, more holidays is good. Who's going to complain about more holidays? Exactly. And it's like, oh, no, we can't have that. Why? Because everybody would be happy? Yeah. Let's not make people happy. Let's just have them just, oh, go to the Super Bowl, call in sick. You know, that's the number one call in sick day, right? Is the yeah, Monday after Super so. Bowl is the number one. That's insane. I mean, your belly's all screwed up, you know? Well, yeah, and just like what you said, you just get drunk. You have 30 people come over. You have a good time. You're not driving. Everybody's staying put. So since you're not driving, you're just constantly drinking. And it, eating just awful yeah. combinations of food. Oh, dude, wings, burgers, yeah. dogs. I mean, the thing is also, like, everything dips. I'm talking about is being, you know, a front lobeless idiot. But, like, then you could eat and drink whatever you want and feel relatively okay the next day. But like now, at yeah, you can't do anything. Yeah, you know, now being a you know an older person because I'm 37 years old. If I eat like you know chips and queso and a hot dog, oh, I'm I'm wrecked. I'm ruined. You know the Crohn's disease comes comes knocking down my door. 37 years old, huh? Yeah. Wow. Pretty cool. 
<laughs> you you don't look I'm 37. Th- I'm 30 something. That's right. By the way, you look 47 these days. It's weird. Since you haven't uh, been drinking lately, it's like you're getting older. It's like your <laughs> skin is, is looking worse. It's looking I didn't worse. understand. I feel I for the first time in my life, I almost don't have circles in my eyes anymore. It's pretty cool, man. It's because then wait, wait, that has nothing to do with drinking. You're going to bed at nine. Yeah, PM yeah. And you're waking well, up at like, six a.m. That's just you going to bed early. That has something yeah, to do with I'm having a like beer. Nine hours because that's what feels good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's like man, oh man, I just want to sleep like ten hours. Yeah, what that's what, what like being well rested is a drug in its own self. Oh yeah, you really wow. learn to appreciate you're like everything. So hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna become a Christian a youth pastor too oh as well. God. You're gonna be the new Nick Foles. Yes, I need to get one of those red what what or WWJD bracelets. I should say. Whoa! Uh, do so you do you have any killer. other Super Bowl memories? Um, I would say the one Super Bowl memory would be with Sam. That was a good one. It was after a beer pong tournament, and we went to Quiznos. That was the last time I had Quiznos that I can remember because it was, man, I don't even know where Quiznos is these days. And it was like a place that was right by campus, right remember, by the apartment. The, the so screwed good. up commercials they had. But those like really screwed up little monster things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, but that's what they're like roaches. Matt, explain this to me, and this is why I bring it up. How is Quiznos out of business, but Subway still exists? Like, how is that even possible? I guess they sell bigger sandwiches. I don't know. Dude, they're cheaper. Subway sandwiches. was caught having shoe polish in that's their fine. stuff. I, but it's cheap. What do you mean that's fine? I would, I would rather go to Quiznos than Jimmy John's. Dude, I hate Jimmy John's. Uh, okay, I can have Jimmy John's every now and then, but I'm still with you. Quiznos right, is right, so get on, good. Get on the store. Why? And what happened at, at this Quiznos? Um, so afterwards, we went back to the apartment and we had Quiznos and. We were worried because we thought we missed the whole Super Bowl because Quiznos took a long time. But it was when they had the blackout during the Ravens and the 49ers. I remember this game specifically. And then... I I blacked out during the blackout is what happened. Dude, that was one of those (laughs) games where everybody had a lot. And don't worry, we Ubered home. Yeah, I guess That's what you have to do. I I just stayed at the place I was at. I think that was the day we got a second keg as well. It was all very stupid. Yeah, that was was not not smart. Uh, You know, I have a different Super Bowl memory for you. Oh, what do you got? It was the the first time I went to a friend's house for a Super Bowl. I was like 10 years old. Uh, It was the Rams tied Mm -hmm. in Super Bowl. And I was very excited as a Rams fan at the time because I loved Marshall Falk. And uh, I ate some ice cream sundaes. And we played with like some, some Nerf guns and stuff. Didn't watch the first half because the Rams were up by like 17 points. Watched the second half. Was tackled the one-yard line. And you know what, Taylor? I've just been a, a football fan ever since because of that game. Yeah, that's weird is I remember that Super Bowl as well. It's like the remember. first one I really remember. That will actually, I cried when the Packers lost in 96 to the Broncos. The only reason why I remember that game is because my parents like placed a bet at work. And like they put numbers for like my sister and I as well. And I can't remember. They they instead of like going for the field goal, they decided to go for it, and they didn't get it. And I remember my dad screaming because if they went for the field goal, I think before halftime, then we would have won money, and we didn't win money. So I always remember that Super mm. Bowl because I was ten, and that and was, it was on fr- that game. That was on ABC too, and that was like the first time where I really paid attention because. Other than that, it was like the drunk times yeah. with the tournament, but I don't really remember the in-between. Uh, I remember that Steelers-Cardinals one that we watched at your house. That one was pretty good. I don't remember uh, that. 
I mean, I think I remember like I one mean, play of me getting mad on the interception, thinking that the guy didn't score. He well, just and did he a was tumble. blocked in the back. It, there was like seven block in the backs too. Yeah. That was that play is every time someone's like, that was such a great play. It was James not Harrison. a great play. We all like called BS and we were 12 blo- at the time. <laughs> we're in 12. I don't know. But there was like six it. blocks in the back and that was terrible. Yeah, that's the one play I remember, but I don't remember. I don't remember much else of that. Yeah, that's probably it. Also, I remember the first New England New York Super Bowl, and I was like really cussing at the TV. No, and I don't remember. Yeah, I, I mean, I was like fourteen or whatever, and I was at a friend's house with that. I was like really yelling at the TV. He's like, "What is wrong with you?" It was like I hate the Patriots, and uh, you know that's how you're really a sports fan. You know that's how you know when you, you yell think, at the TV. You think I remember the ESPYS for that year only because Justin Timberlake was the host. Yeah, and it was when they had the miraculous catch where it stuck to the guy's helmet, and it was funny because it showed how that Gremlins. happens. No, man, Justin Timberlake was chewing a piece of gum on the sideline. He spit it out, and it knocked um, on the guy's helmet. Very funny. And very the guy funny. was able to stick the football to the piece of gum. Dude, JT, it was funny. It was a good time. Because that was also when Memphis lost in the to final. Mario, Mario Chalmers. Yeah, with the three. And he goes up to Mario Chalmers in the crowd, and he goes, was this so hard? And he puts a hand in his face. <laughs> it, was, it was funny. Yeah. It was funny. That was the last ESPYs I can remember and actually enjoyed. I, I've never enjoyed one of them. So, <laughs> um, but I've never enjoyed anything my entire life. This whole yeah, I know. Uh, so that's that's a that was a nice trip down that memory was nice. lane. That man. was actually sweet, man. I man. feel good about myself. Yeah, I'm gonna eat. So I think this Sunday I'm gonna make a big pot of chili. Maybe eat ice cream Sunday too. Who knows? I swear to God, if you don't come up I prob- and like I, hang out, I just will. hang out. That's Can all I, I want you to do. Bring the dog with me. So everybody, I want you to understand how old he is. He wants to hang out I with mean, his I'm grandparents th- instead of hanging my, out. My mother, my stepfather. Okay, that's so adorable. <laughs> my oh, younger wow. brothers. Younger brothers. sister. How old is your younger brothers and sister? 12. That's what you want to hang out with. They're very smart. You want to live back. That's <laughs> why you're bringing up your old memories. It's because you want to go back no, and live why. those memories out. I just don't want to drive that far. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'll, I'll figure it out. You know what? Whatever, dude. I just want to eat some chili. Whatever. Man. You know what? Invite revoked. Uh, all right. Well, the Pro Bowl last week. We both were right picking the AFC. I woke up Saturday morning. Wasn't even close. I was like, man, I'm gonna put like five hundred dollars on this. But I was like, what if they don't? But I was like, I'm, I was like, we I'm ninety nine percent sure. But I was, like, I don't want to watch the Pro Bowl and care about it. But yeah, so the AFC won. So I'm forty one twenty three. You're thirty four and thirty uh, on our picks for this year. Let's see if you can catch up this week as the Super Bowl happens. Worth ten games. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe you can make up enough bets here that you can catch back up and to these seven games that I'm up on you by. But this Sunday is the Super Bowl. It's the New England Patriots against the St. Louis Rams, the Los Angeles Rams, the St. Louis, Louis Rams. Rams. Who cares? It doesn't matter. They're the St. Patriots Louis. are three-point favorites. So uh, are you excited for the Super Bowl yet? Have you been able to talk yourself into this game just yet? No, I need like I need somebody to bet me like fifty more dollars, and then I'll be more excited. I need a hundred dollars total on this game, and then I'll be more pumped. Because otherwise, man, I have no, I have no excitement. Oh, uh, wait, wait, wait! The movie trailers, uh, commercials. I'm gonna be that guy, dude. They took Drew versus Tom from me. Like, what am I supposed to do here? Yeah, I mean, I think, like, come on. I think this was the worst Super Bowl matchup we could have had out of the four. This was it. Because, like, the? you have Drew versus Tom. You have Mahomes, who's legitimately you know, young exciting. Versus young. Yeah, or you have Young versus Young. And then, like, Mahomes is more exciting than Goff is. And the Chiefs are more. And then you have Andy Reid turning for Super Bowl. That's better than the Rams. New Orleans versus Chiefs one. would have been better, too. Yeah, that's than what I'm this, saying. Yeah, it would have been. Oh, my God. Yeah, they all would have been better. And, like, I've. 
you know, I've, I've tried to talk myself into it. I can't. Uh, like, I'm still going to watch it, and I'm just going to watch mainly the offensive lines because I really like both these offensive lines. But, like, everybody, like, nobody's really talking about the game. Nobody really cares about the game. And I think it's just, one, because we have the worst matchup here. Two, the, t- the Patriots aren't interesting anymore. Yes, we get it. Tom Brady's the best quarterback of all time. The Patriots are really good. Bill Belichick's the best head coach of all time. There's not much much interest there. The interesting thing that's going to happen with the Patriots is whenever they actually be bad and actually lose. The downfall is going to be interesting, but them winning is not very interesting. And also the Rams, like, the Saints lost that game. They had multiple chances to win it, but the main reason why they lost was because of that play. And so whenever you have a team who won after a call like that, it's hard to be excited to watch them in the Super Bowl after a game that you know, they didn't entirely win by their own merit and, and guster, you know. All right, man. So that's what I'm here for is to bring up some drama. So all the refs were from the L.A. area, one of them even playing for the Rams in the past. The one that just <laughs> so happens to be on the sideline that decided to not throw the flag. Do you think that matters, yeah, Matthew? on the sideline. Okay, but do you, you think that matters? Do you, I don't think it matters. Nobody, do you think it matters? Nobody's a Rams LA. fan. By the way, nobody okay. cares about the Here's Rams. Here's the issue, though. Why are all? Why are they all from L.A.? L.A. Like, why are they all like, from L.A.? There's like 12 million people from L.A. Couldn't they have just repped the New England versus Kansas City game? I and mean, then people well, wouldn't be are, looking into NFC this stuff. crew, though, is why. By the way, do you like that? Roger Goodell said that, oh, yeah, I contacted the Saints. I told them all about it. And then Michael <laughs> Thomas, he didn't do a damn thing. And it was like, what? You just lied. <laughs> you just lied again. Uh, the I'm NFL all... is such trash. Yeah, Roger Goodell's terrible. Because... This is the whole. This is why it actually is worse, and why people don't care, and why people are still focusing on the call. You have said nothing to try to redeem it. You have done nothing to try to help your case. Instead, you're just hoping that it blows I mean, all, over, all which makes is, it look worse. I mean, all he has to say is, "Look, we, we blew a call." We'll Matt, all he has to say is, "They're suspended. They're fired. We're investigating. We're doing something." I mean, they, you say, say yeah, you're not you doing probably, anything. I think it's a fireable offense. Exactly, it is a fireable offense. You caused players who may never be able to go to another Super Bowl again. An opportunity. It's a fireball offense. And the fact that it's not even, again, looked into, there's there's nothing redeemable. Well, I think you I think you fire them, and then you go, all right, we're going to look into this more this offseason about how we can prevent this for, plays from this from not happening again. Reviews. Yeah. That's it. Maybe That's you, all you're going to get. No blame. No blame maybe on maybe anybody. Maybe you fire somebody. You That's say, what I'm saying. The way it's set up, people are going to miss calls. You know, we're going to fire them. This is, a ter- this is a call that can't be missed. Give me some money. We'll some accountability in that situation. I was laughing also. I saw the sound on the internet, and it was like, uh, oh, it was like nobody. And then it said uh, Michael Thomas, and it was Kevin Hart. <laughs> and he goes, ooh, my female genitalia hurts. And it's really funny. Oh, my God. I guess <laughs> This is it a was, family podcast. I guess it was more like you it. had to be there type of moment, right? Yeah, you had to be in my room by myself oh. laughing very hard. Oh, God. Yeah. In your artistic room where there's no bed frame. No, it's just like, a I'm mattress not an on the floor. No, I'm not an artist Just anymore. a mattress on the floor, man. You're so artistic. I'm not an artist. <laughs> yeah, I'm a hey girl. I'm an artist. I got <laughs> a mattress on the floor. No, no, no TV. TV. In, the in my room. room. I got some books on the floor. I got some dog hair on the mattress. I'm an artist, girl. Yeah, you ready, girl? <laughs> mm, look outside. That's a Mickey D side. I'm trying to be somebody. I'm trying to be a single father or a stepfather. You help me decide, girl. Yeah. Wait. 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, no, it's very fun. I'll just send it to you, though. Can't uh, wait. But I'm, now I'm kind of a little more excited for this game now. Just talking <laughs> now about, we're talking about it. Uh, yeah, so let's start with the Los Angeles Rams offense. So the Los Angeles Rams offense is an outside zone, heavy play action offense. And I think their run offense matches up pretty well against New England's defense just because their linebackers aren't that great. New England's better, like, along their defensive front, but they're more of a slower defensive front uh, with the guys they have along the interior. And, like, unless Kyle Van Noy is really good, which he may be because, you know, the Patriots can make any player really good, I think the Rams, this will be the first game this postseason. Well, I guess they ran the ball really well against Dallas, but I think the Rams can have a really good running game, and that's their kind of chance to, you know, move the ball against New England this one. So do you think, okay, let's uh, have some fun with this. Who's going to have more yards, Gurley or Anderson? Uh, I would guess Gurley. Really? Yeah. Do you think he's going to be used quite a bit, like, versus the other games? Uh, I mean, like, I, well, that f- second game, he was just bad, and they benched him completely. The reason why I say that, though, is just because Gurley's more of an athletic outside runner of speed who can, you know, make cuts and stuff and get outside, whereas, you know, Anderson's more interior. He's not going to have the cutbacks. Butterball. Yeah, and like New England has like a, a really physical, tough defense who stops inside run games. And a good example is that Chiefs game. The Chiefs can't run the ball up the middle at all. Uh, the Chargers started running the ball, but that game was blown out. That didn't really matter at all whatsoever, where they couldn't really have a ground game. But how they play against Kansas City, where they try to run the ball in the interior, it just didn't work at all. And New England is much more as a really physical front seven, but getting at them on the outside with speed, I think Gurley can have a, will have a better game because of that. Yeah, I'm hoping that Jared Goff kind of blows this and has like five interceptions. To be perfectly I honest hope, with you, I hope his headset goes out again. Like I just, oh my god, I just hope that somehow the Rams don't pull this off because they just don't deserve it. But also, I'm curious with Brandon Cooks going up against his old team. Does it even matter? Is he going to begin the ball? Does New England know how to shut him down? I think it's going to be fun. And then, of course, when it comes to Anderson and Gurley, who's going to get the ball more? I don't think Gurley's knee is bothering him, though. He's saying that no, it he is. No, he's just bad is what he was that game. But it's now two games in the playoffs where he hasn't really done anything. I mean, he had like 5.7 yards a carry against Dallas. He had, had 127. Yard. He had more yards. Yeah, he only had like 12 carries, though. Yeah, but he had more yards. I mean, Anderson did. That's what I want to know. Anderson had. And he looked better. He had 20 more carries. Yeah, but Anderson looked better. Gurley still had a higher DVA, higher yeah, yards. Anderson looked better, though. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, say that. Oh, yeah? So eye test means nothing? The, We're just going to go off of numbers? Well, it's both. I don't know. Gross. Your eyes deceive you. You, keep, you see more of something than the other thing. Oh, yeah? What if I like to see more of something than the other thing? You just, you just sound like a person. It sounds like the human <laughs> condition like right there. Yes, in 2019, uh, philosopher Taylor said, "So look, I want to see more something than something else." Speaking of philosophers, really here, changed. Do you think world. that it matters that McVeigh and Belichick have been texting throughout the season? Do you think that Belichick is then going to try to sabotage the New England Patriots oh, once that's again? What he's been doing. Hold on, do you? Did you hear about that iPhone thing where if you what? Facetime oh, call, that's a fourteen-year-old found that man where he literally. <laughs> FaceTime his friend, and it was the craziest thing where he could hear him. Yeah, yeah. That's App- what Belichick's By the doing. way, Apple, oh, we had no idea. Oh, blah, 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 blah. They knew it was there. Yeah, that's, that's how, how they were that's able how, to do things. That's how I got World of Warcraft advertisers in my Gmail account. That's how I had, I, you talk about something with somebody, yeah. and all of a sudden you go home and you go in your search bar, you type in like a letter, and it just randomly appears. It automatically fills that yeah, in. Yeah, that's really your weird. Your Gmail starts popping up with stuff like that. Yeah, too. no, that's just creepy. 
Yeah, on their yeah. All right, more football. So the <laughs> Rams, their play action offense, they ran play action thirty four percent of the time, according to Football Outsiders. Uh, super premium, super cool, super hot charting data. They averaged nine point zero yards per nine yards of play on those play action plays, pass, passes, I guess. Which is I the third most of football. Right All right, let me try that again. So the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, they ran play action 34% of the time, which is first. They averaged nine yards of play on play action passes, which is the third most. New England's defense, 18% of plays ran against them was play action, which is the third uh, least amount percentage in football. And they gave up 7.8 yards of play, which is 17th on play action passes. And you know, the, this is a team with kind of like, they're like more of a brutal front. They're kind of slower at the linebacker position. And so the one... The one way that the Rams, I think, if, if like the outside zone game is really cooking and they're able to run play action, that's how they have to move the ball. But if this game turns into Jared Goff throwing up a shotgun consistently out through wide receiver sets, that's what's going to hurt them. And if, that, if the game involves that, devolves into that for the Rams, I think they're screwed. Dude, I'm sorry, but I feel like this is going to be... I, I just have such a weird feeling that it's going to be like last year. Another shootout. I just don't think either of these defenses are that good. And I think it's just the offenses where it's going to be the Rams running all the trick plays with McVay and then Tom Brady just kind of doing Tom Brady. I really think it's going to be... I see kind of the opposite, though. Really? With I both these it. defenses, though? Because well, you have the, the Rams secondary who takes the chances on the interceptions who, come on, man, they, they're, they're just sad sometimes with the type of risk they take. And then you have New England's defense who, I mean, they, they gave They've up. They've gotten a lot better those years gone on. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, how many points did they give up to Patrick Mahomes in three minutes? Yeah, and Patrick Mahomes is an all they had an all time great passing offense. Matt, they did it in every three defense. minutes. Oh, in three minutes, they scored twenty one points. Yeah, he's, to every defense they, they did just that. Just They've no, done you're, you're like full that. of it. They Come on. The same thing in New England earlier in the year too. It's different. It's an all time great passing offense. I'm not the Rams aren't either that one of these offense. defenses, man. I'm just saying New England's defense has been better in the year though. That yeah. they've been getting credit for. Yeah, so good. In three minutes, Tom Brady held the ball for so long in order for Patrick Mahomes to not touch yeah. it. And yet that defense perfect. still... Yeah, perfect. But that they, his defense, defense still had to go into overtime. The defense played really well for 45 minutes of that game, you know? And then they had that pig play and the throwback play and that turnover. You know, there is, there is context to the madness there. So you have uh, more confidence in the New England defense than the Rams defense? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. Well, for one, because of those... But it just depends on how well Los Angeles is able to run the ball in those outside zone plays. And also, I think New England matches up really well with their secondary against the Rams uh, wide receivers. Because you have Stephen Gilmore against Robert Woods. Gilmore has been awesome this year, much better than he was the year before. They're probably going to bracket Brandon Cooks. Not a lot yeah, of them went the deep. And then it's like, now you're banking on you know Everett... You're banking, you're banking on their tight end, who had a really good game against the Saints. But Who's their tight end? I, I was going to say Everett again, something with an E. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But they're both named Everett. I'm, yeah. If I say it's that, the, Everett well, twins. the thing is, if I both say they're Everett, I know at least they got one of them right. Yeah. But he had a good game against New Orleans. But like you're not going to win with that. And I think they'll just have one, one of their linebackers just shadow Gurley around. Who that's going to be, I don't know. They'll probably have Patrick a, Chung. Yeah, they'll probably bring a safety down and just leave Chung on Gurley from that point on. But I think they match up very well in the secondary. And so, like, the Rams, if they're going to win this game, it's going to be outside zone play action. If they lose this game, it's because they fall behind. And it's like, all right, Jared, uh, 
You have to throw all the shotgun. Jared, this is all on you, man. Yeah, you have to throw the shotgun. You have to beat the ramp. You have to beat the Patriots on the shotgun, and then that invites the Patriots to you know blitz and stun and twist and be able to kind of crowd Jared Goff how they want to use how they in certain spots to be able to bring them down too as well. So I think I think that's their uh, path. I feel like I say that a lot on the show, but I think that's the the Patriots' path to limiting the Rams' offense. So it's almost like you're saying that the only way that could like really back the New England Patriots is if they had a coach that was willing to sabotage his quarterback in order for his quarterback to not get the credit that he deserves. I don't think he needs to do that. I think Bill Belichick has proven in the past that he is willing to do that. So now we have another Super Bowl opportunity where is he going to allow Tom to like give, give Tom some backup here in order for him to provide a defense that won't give up 21 points in three minutes? Or is he going to try to crap on Tom and say, this is all on you again, buddy boy? Because here's the whole thing, man. What if Bill and Jimmy G loved each other more than any of us could understand? Even closer than Tom and Bill. Jimmy. I have no idea what you're saying. But I do like the idea of, of Belichick just like, this entire time he's been secretly motivating <laughs> Brady to not want to retire. So he can win as many Super Bowls so with them as possible. He's like, yeah, they just don't trust you. It's <laughs> like, so, man, you're looking kind of old, Tom. I'm, I'm going to draft Jimmy and get him staying there until he's 45 years old, which it, it really is stupid that he's still as good as he is. You know he's going to keep. But it's yeah. like what we talked about, though, last week. It's more like he has been, if he continues to just save his body and save his arm. And that's why I understand why people don't give him enough credit because of the fact of his division. And that's more like why he can save his body and not throw the cannon like he needs to. Yeah. Because he's going up against Miami, Buffalo. I mean, and he has Jets. five wins right there. Yeah. Like, that's that's kind of silly. So I get it in a way. It's kind of cheap. But with that division, because are any of those teams going to get better anytime soon? Uh, no. Then he's going to be able to play till <laughs> 45. Well, the Bills are going to be really good. Oh, God. All right. I'm sorry. I <laughs> well, maybe they're not going to be really good. But they're I gonna, take it back. <laughs> they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. But they did have a really great defense last year. Uh, you know, maybe if Josh Allen I'm didn't sorry. get hurt for that long, <laughs> uh, they wouldn't have made the playoffs. But I don't know. Yeah, but I do like the idea of just Belichick just, like, drafting Garoppolo to try to keep Brady around longer. But even though, like, I bet Brady's going to be 45. He's going to be terrible. And Belichick's just going to have the greatest defense of all time, so Brady wins one more, just like Manning did, just because that's how things work, you know? I don't think Bill would do that for Tom. That's my whole point, too. That's my whole point here, man, is that Bill and Tom, I think there's some resentment here still. Drama. (laughs) Let's create it. Uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, they need to bleed that out then. Uh, So the Rams (laughs) defense. Well, it's like, you know, you have some electricity in the panel, a little bit of juice left in the juice box. And before you throw away, you got to bleed it out so you don't get that, that juice in the bottom of the trash can, you know? Sounds like what Dumbledore and Grindelwald did in Harry Potter. Great. Grand. Um, so the Rams defense, I, on the other end, you know, talking about secondary matchups, I don't think the Rams secondary matches up well at all New England because they have Akeem Tlaib, who's been really good since he's come back to health. Peter's just like... I don't know. I don't like Peters at I, all. Why does he get so much credit? I've never. Well, he. Had, I mean, he. He had all those interceptions in Kansas City. He's been bad this year, though. And I've never he seen takes somebody so many chances. And he takes so many plays off. Like I've never seen somebody exactly. not want to tackle as much as he does. Like I mean, the tackle and then he talks so much smack at the same time, and it's like. Peters, you didn't even try that play. Yeah. What are you even talking about? Like, I mean, the, it's like trying to catch a plastic bag. That's how it looks trying to make some of these tackles. Oh it's unbelievable. <laughs> He's waving his hands. Come back. Yeah. I just, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. 
Uh, see, I'm trying to help the environment. I'm, I'm not going to just let that fly away, you know. But with with uh, Keep Tlaib, it's like, okay, who do you put Tlaib on? You're going to keep on one side of the field or keep Pierce on the other side of the field, I guess. But no matter what, it's not like you're locking the one player down because yep. the Patriots have seven receivers who all do different things pretty well. And so it's more like you need to have your third and fourth and fifth defensive backs to cover those sort of guys. And they don't really have that. Their interior linebackers aren't that good in coverage. Uh, Nickel Robbie Coleman is terrible. He was awful in that Saints game. He was beat three times, and yet somehow he got away with it. And for him to be running his mouth, too, about Tom Brady. Dude, that's so what I was going to say. He said that Tom was old. He said it. Why would you say it? Yeah. And then he tried why? to backtrack. That was also the other thing. It was like, oh, no, no, no. Uh, my words were misconstrued. It was not what I was meaning. Wait, hold on. You can't talk smack and then say, no, I didn't do it. That just makes it look worse. That's like you and I just like making fun of something and be like, no, I didn't mean it, man. You heard what I said. No, it wasn't true. Yeah, yeah. That's only because they heard what you said, but it was true. Yeah, especially after the game he just had where he was awful. Like he was yeah. beat. He was beat three times where he got lucky that it didn't you matter. He was you know? fine quite a bit, too. Yeah, good. He's fine fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, he was fine. And by the way, that's not pocket change for him, is it? I am not. I know he was an undrafted free agent who played for Buffalo for a little bit and then found his way to Los Angeles. But mm. there, I mean, like, so then you know, you're in what Lamarcus Joyner, Rob Gronkowski. I don't know how you're going to cover Gronk. He's actually like a real player again. Uh, Edelman versus Roby Coleman is a hilarious mismatch. And then like they play a lot of man coverage too, and they play you know cover two and that sort of thing. And also, you know, Wade Phillips' defenses have been bad against Tom Brady throughout his career. The one time they he actually beat Tom Brady was because Von Miller and Demarcus Ware were unbelievable, and Von Miller won a Super Bowl. And he doesn't have Von. He has two great interior defenders, but the Patriots are really good with with blocking eyes in the interior. And so I'm not expecting a whole lot of Aaron Donald and Dominicus. That's what I was gonna say. Either. Do you think Donald is the best player in this game? Do you like having him? Like, I mean, he's the best player, but I don't think he's going to have the best game at all. Do you think they're just going to... Okay, so let me ask you this. Who do you think is going to have the better game, Donald or Sue? Uh, I think Sue will. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. I feel like Sue's going to at least have a sack, maybe even hit on Brady. But the thing is, with Brady getting the ball out so quick, it's like, yeah. is the Rams defensive line going to be able to really get at him? Going to be able to do anything? I just... I don't know. No, I, I think they're going to have to blitz. And typically, that's, that's pro, you know, that's big trouble, you know? Well, that's what I mean. It's like the only way I feel like you're going to be able to compete with Tom is if this is going to be a shootout where it's offense versus offense, which, in a way, this is where McVeigh is going to be able to shine. And that's where it's the battle of the minds between Bill versus McVeigh. With Bill texting McVeigh throughout the season, obviously, he was telling him tips on how to defeat his defense. So now it's just going to come down game, to game recognized game. You it, know. Well, more like game tells game because he doesn't want his quarterback to win. So my whole thing is, is Tom going to be able to be the greatest? Are we going to see the greatest part too? I, but again, I don't think it, it's going to work out like that though, because the Patriots. Oh so the Patriots are a power run offense this year. So they Holy ran. Shit. They had 478 rushing attempts, which is the third most in football. They had 2,037 yards, the fifth most. They had 18 rushing touchdowns, the fourth most. They averaged 4.3 yards a carry, the 13th most. They had DVA at 2.9%, which is fifth. And then also in the last two games that they played, they ran the ball. Oh, let's, let me do some quick math here because I'm a, I'm a really smart man. Oh, I can't wait. They had 84 rushing attempts for 300 and... 21 yards and so they ran the ball a lot they held on to the, the ball a long time as well too their time possession against the chargers is 38 minutes and 20 seconds 
Their time against time possession against the Chiefs was 43 minutes and 59 seconds, and that includes overtime as well. So those uh, that number is kind of more inflated than what it actually goes up to. It doesn't go up to straight 60 minutes. This isn't Friday night with Barbara Walters at all. Oh, God. I so what I'm trying to say minutes. is that it's a really good show. I remember they had this episode about like bad roller coasters like hurting kids around the country, and there was this like six-year-old girl who had got her hair caught in the roller coaster and scalped her, and it horrified me. Oh, my God. Okay, well, since <laughs> you went there. When, 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 no, 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 no. Let's talk about Chris here. Hansen now. I want to no, talk we're about... We're not, talk no, about we're not talking about him. <laughs> Why can't we talk He's about terrible. Chris, Chris Hansen terrible. is the best. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, so your scalp story was so much better than my Chris Hansen story? There's no good Chris <laughs> Hansen story. always a good Chris Hansen what a story. Weird po- what a weird time in American history. But, I mean, the Patriots <laughs> are a run-the-ball, control-the-clock uh, sort of offense now. And the Rams' run defense was, you know, really bad until the postseason, and now nowhere became, you know, somewhat decent. But I don't think it's going to be like Tom Brady needs to throw the ball thirty-five times, forty times. He needs to throw the ball. How far I throw the ball is thirty-five times. He doesn't need to throw the ball fifty-five times. He's going to throw times. the ball thirty-five times. He doesn't need to throw on. it fifty-five times though. And I think the Patriots should have success running the ball as well too. And uh, do you think this is like the first like Super Bowl opportunity where this, the New England Patriots are going to blow out their opponent? Because they've never had a blowout like Super Bowl. No, I don't they, think they've so. never been able to like just pull it out. It's always been like the closest games known to man. I think it's going to be a game where they go up and they're. Con- I think it's been kind of like Kansas City where the Rams are going to come back, but it won't be as close. It won't go in overtime like the last game did. So you think it's going to be like a comeback because Bill Belichick's defense isn't going to do anything in the second half because they'll be taking a break? You could say. Uh no, I wouldn't say that. I don't know. Uh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I wouldn't say that, but I mean, it wasn't. They suddenly took a break. That Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs' offense is really good, but I can see them going up by twenty-seven thirteen or twenty-seven ten or twenty-seven seven, and then the Rams kind of come back from there. You know. Okay. Well, you know what, man? I just don't think you understand what is going to be happening in this game, and what's going to be happening in this game is that Tom Brady is going to have to be dealing with his coach. You just don't understand. I don't, this is, <laughs> no, this is stupid. Uh, that's not what we have to worry about at all. And also, like going back to Sue too. You know, Sue plays the one technique, and the the Patriots. I couldn't see them running a whole lot outside zone against the Rams, mainly because Aaron Donald's really good at stopping that play, coming back from the backside of those plays. And I think they're gonna run more, you know, power, uh, more inside zone, more. You know, gives me double teams as they can on Sue and Donald. And so Sue's the one technique. If he's like, you know, Herculean, if he's Incredible if he's a a universe destroyer. That's you know how they'll be able to limit the uh, the Patriots rushing attack. But if he doesn't do that, I don't I don't like Corey Littleton to be able to you know, swallow up a bunch of guys. Mark Barron, I don't think he's even be able to play whenever they use James Devlin put him on the field. And so I don't think it's a really good matchup for the front seven either. Unless Donald and Sue are, are spectacular, but again with all the interior more power zone schemes, it kind of takes away their ability to you know chase from the backside to make a quick swim move to beat one versus one blocks, make tackles for a loss like they've done throughout the year. Yeah, well, for me, when it comes down to this game, is that I'm just hoping it's going to be a interesting one as far as exciting-wise with a close game and defense is playing well. I just feel like that Sue may take a shot at Brady. So and that's may, and where, that may happen, too. And if that happens, I feel like, ooh, it could be opening up a little bit of anger. You know quarterback is? Actually, no. His name starts with a B. His last name starts with an H. He played quarterback for the Browns, the Houston Texans, the New England Patriots, 
The his name is Brian Hoyer. Wait, that's the backup for Tom Brady. Hold on, you said he's. Oh, I thought you were meaning his last name started with a B and no, ended with an H. That's why I was like, wait, what? And then his last name starts with an H. I was going to say like <laughs> Boha or something. <laughs> I was like, who are you even talking yeah, about? Brian Booyah. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even know who you were saying. Either way, though, if Sue does take a shot at Brady, it could open up the game to make it a little bit more interesting, only because it could probably then sit in the back of Brady's mind that he may take another. So it may cause him to have happy feet where people then start seeing the whole Brady sees ghost whole little shenanigans. That's my only thought here. Yeah, but he's otherwise, so it's like, otherwise it goes back to what I just think. And that's Brady's just going to destroy them. The secondary, I just have no faith in. So it's Donald and Sue are bust for them. Yeah. When it comes to that. Yeah. Unless they blitz a lot, but even then you don't really want to do that. You don't want to do that. Like he's just going to read it. The moment he picks up on is the moment you're going to be screwed. Yeah. And so in this postseason, Brady's only been hit one time. He hasn't been sacked at all. He's he's got some really wild uh, pocket climbs too. And like he's so good in the pocket, even even on top of all that, he's got the ball out so quickly. And it's really funny like watching you know the all twenty two of him because he knows exactly what he's gonna do when he comes to the line of scrimmage. And they'll be like the better play be on the other side, but he just takes a snap and he knows exactly where where it's gonna go based on what he sees in the defense. You know, there's no question at all, it's so decisive. So do you think that maybe McVay is gonna be smart enough to kind of ju- oh, actually I didn't even think of that. So now that you're going to have McVay doing his whole strategy that you love so much with him being able to watch the defense establish itself and then call the offense, do you think he's going to try to roll that dice against Bill? Yeah, he will. And really? Of that's course, actually they, gonna... that's the only way the Rams know how to play, though. They've been doing it all year. They're not just going to change it for the Super Bowl. Would you roll that dice against Bill? Do you I'm, think that Bill's going to be able to counteract I think you, that? I think you have to because that's what, how you do things. Yeah, okay. Well, do you think Bill's going to be able to counteract that? Yeah. Let's start out with that. Well, this is what he's going to do. He's going to show something, and then when he gets to the line of scrimmage, he's just going to change it. <laughs> what is that going to do to Jared Goff? He's going to get all confused. He's not going to know what to do without Daddy telling him exactly what to do before every play. Do you want Jared Goff to lose this game, Matthew? Uh, <laughs> I want. <laughs> yeah, I feel <laughs> gross. I feel disgusting. I feel terrible. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but yeah, like I want the Patriots to win this game. Oh my God, you're not. Oh, whoa. <laughs> like I'm, you're not I'm, like most people here. Only because even still, for God's sakes, uh, Saints fans, who uh, they, their team lost to the Rams, they are saying that they don't want Tom Brady to win another Super Bowl, and they are wanting the Los Angeles Rams to win. What is with Tom? What is What does he do that to people where people don't want to see this? This isn't the NBA. This isn't a joke where your best friends team up with each other, and that's how all of a sudden you have the greatest team. This is one guy who truly has been one guy and one coach that have truly been consistent. Do people realize in the NFL this is never going to happen again? This will never happen again, man. I, mean, I, would, I, think, I would guess it would happen again one day. How is this ever going to happen? You think nine Super Bowls by two guys is going to happen again? Uh, I would guess maybe a coach know. and a quarterback. Like, come on, like, be honest. Do you really think that? Actually, probably not, because the world's it's my me, boy. The world's me too hot to have in like thirty years. So, oh I don't god, think so. here we go. Um, but yeah, I mean, that I understand happening, what you're saying. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> those trees are acting kind of funny, man. By the way, since you don't have Netflix, you should really get it. Oh, I got to give you my password because they released their own John Wick called Polar. It's pretty crazy mm-hmm. like it's, it's just extremely violent and just uh, just insanity across the board where it's just random characters that just get shot in the head using machetes using knives matt i think you're gonna love it 
And I'm trying to think of the actor. He's the guy who starred in the James Bond movie with Daniel Craig at the poker table. He was the villain with the eye that we blood. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that guy. I hated that movie. Oh, Ugh. well, yeah, I know. But I knew that I you would remember like, this scene because I don't know the actor's name. It's like Moss. I can't remember. But either way, yeah, I know he's really good in it. That's why I recommend it. Maybe. Well, and also, if you want an HBO account out there and you have like a Hulu account, <laughs> you want to trade me? I got a password for you. Oh, God. Trading it DM like, me. Yeah, I'm tra- I'm cutting the core. I'm trading it like a... like. Pokemon cards, you know. By the way, I have Hulu, too. Oh, really? Maybe we'll have to talk later. You can't trade me two for one, man. That's not how this works. What else are you offering? you got to bring something else to the table. I got this dog. (laughs) You can walk the dog for me. I don't Um, don't know. So the Rams run defense this year. In the regular season, they gave up 5.1 yards an attempt, which kind of happens as well whenever you're up by a lot of points and your teams are running the ball against uh, nickel and dime formations. But... They also had a run defense DVOA 1.5%, which is one of the worst in football, too. But then the last two weeks, they only gave up 98 rushing yards on 43 attempts to both Dallas and New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans had a, a really good rushing game entering you know, throughout the year, and uh, both those teams only combined for 2.27 yards in attempt. And that was mainly because, and th- I was watching the film on it all of a sudden. I thought it was all Sue just being really good, but it wasn't. It was just Sue and Donald, and it was like a, a really good collective effort. Uh, they tackled well. They played, you know, four guys in the box uh, and those sorts of things. And so the question, too, for you know, entering this game is whenever they, if they do go four in the box, if they do try to play Mark Barron, it's one, not only uh, how are they going to be able to handle James Devlin and power rushing attack, but whenever you go heavy again to try to stop it, that sets up those, all those play-action passes. That's Julian Edelman against Roby Coleman, the slot, on post routes. I that's Rob Winkowski on post well. routes against LaMarcus Joyner. And, like, that's that can't happen. And the other thing that the Rams need to do if they're going to win this game is they need to try to force Brady to throw it to the sideline. And that Chiefs game, he doesn't, he threw one pass to the sideline, that was that touchdown Philip Dorsett. The rest of the game, everything is either short and quick to the sideline, that's like a, a, you know, a 12-yard pass through the air, or it's deep to the middle. There's no, like, deep sideline passes at all. And so I think when you have, you're looking to 41-year-old quarterback, you want him one to throw the sideline because it's a longer pass, it's hard to throw, and maybe his arm gets a little tired, you know? Yeah, did his arm look a little tired last I game? That could happen. Do you think his arm is tired? Pass. Do you think he's not you going just, to just, like, the, throw all out in the damn Super Bowl? If you're the Rams, I just need him to miss one throw in some ways. And then also, the second thing, too, those throws to the sideline take more time to throw, Man. and that opens the door for the pass rush, which has been non-existent for every team playing New England so far this year. Matt, he is now getting a souped-up arm, okay? He <laughs> has a robotic arm that he is now just having geared. So it's normally at like a level 8 or 9 for the playoffs. A Super Bowl, he turns it up to 11. Yeah. That's what he does. I don't get that. What do you mean don't get that? That's Spinal Tap, man. I'm God, joking. you know what? I don't even... God, you're so young. God, you need to be like I'm us old folks old. over here. Yeah, I'm 37, sh- you should know it. I'm 30. I'm 39 now. Oh, God. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's the other thing, though. I think the Rams really do need to try to funnel Brady's throws to the sidelines as much as possible. You can't give them those you know, deep middle throws. You can't give them Gronk on post routes. You can't give them Edel- Edelman wide open post routes. And so He's going to get Edelman no matter that, what. Yeah, it's weird, too. Because, yeah, I mean. Like, but no matter what, them two I are really just hope Edelman has, like, 150 yards in Sroby Coleman. So do I. <laughs> like, I really hope he has 150 and two TDs. Yeah. Um, but it's weird, too, because like we're talking about the Super Bowl. It's the year 2019. It's postmodern. You should throw the ball every play. You should run play action every play. 
And I really think this game kind of like it's going to come entirely down to their rushing attacks. Like I think whichever team runs the ball well to set their passing game is the most important part of this game from both these teams. And whether the Rams' run defense shows up, whether the you know, Patriots' run offense is awesome, whether Gurley's you know, running outside zone and bouncing things wide and see the play-action passes for Jared Goff, like, I think that's really kind of the key to this game is you know which team doesn't have to have their quarterback throw on the shotgun to win. That's an interesting one. I mean, because you have Michelle, that's the whole thing, is Burkett, who's going to have it? Who do you think will have more yards for you? Michelle Burkett or uh, Anderson and Gurley? Because uh, you're saying that's what it comes down to, but as far as, like, your opinion, because even with, regardless who wins, which duo do you think would have the more yards? I would say Michelle Burkett just because they're probably going to run the ball more. Really? I actually would put it on Gurley and Anderson only because I would hope that the Los Angeles Rams don't throw the ball more only because I don't think you can rely on Jared Goff. I'm a, I agree with you where the running game is going to be the most important factor for both of these teams. I don't think you can rely on Jared Goff, and if they have to turn to that, they are screwed. So in my mind, Anderson and Gurley have to have more yards than Burkett and Michelle or this game's over. Well, I, but I'm saying that mainly just because I think the Patriots will run the ball more than the Rams. So I'm saying more of a volume reason. Yeah, but I think the Rams will probably average more yards a carry than New England will. You hope so. Otherwise, I think so. this game's going to get Because, I mean, like, even the Chiefs game, they ran the ball, I don't know, uh, 48 times, 376 yards, had 46 touchdowns. It was still only, like, 3.9 yards a carry. You know, they ran the ball a lot, and they ran it a lot. And the Chiefs went heavy to be able to kind of slow them down the middle part of that game. And they busted open the play-action pass and come back and win with all those uh, middle-of-the-field middle throws. But, like, overall, like, it's not – it's more of, like, a slower grind bones in the dust rushing attack than you know, the more explosive one, uh, 4 a.m. Taco Bell rushing offense that the Los Angeles Rams of Anaheim have. Taco Bell is the greatest thing on planet Earth, man. Nothing ever beats it. The greatest thing on the Earth? Greatest thing on the Earth. What is better than Taco Bell? Uh, so on the earth, there's like only like seven things I really like. About oh being my alive. God. Here we go. Uh, We're going to go on like the seven wonders. Here we go. Yeah, here, here we go. go. The seven here wonders. we go. Backpacking, eating like half a pound nuts, then drinking, a, <laughs> oh then drinking a, a pre-workout and then sitting in the dry sauna. Half and pound then of nuts, everybody. Having like, and the, yeah, like having like a real big, like strong workout, you know? A big strong workout, yeah. not a regular workout. After a half pound nuts, it's in the dry sauna. <laughs> half for a while. pound nuts. <laughs> uh, I like I like uh, doing yoga is very nice. You know, breathing is very nice with a half pound of nuts. Yeah, but this this the, those two things don't go hand in hand. <laughs> and oh, I really like taking a nap at like seven o'clock. And those are actually I think there's only like four things. Oh, the Sopranos are like five things. You're finished with the Sopranos, so now what are you gonna do? Probably just watch The Sopranos again. Oh, my God. How do you pick that <laughs> show over anything else? That, well, this is why you're frustrating. This, this is, is why nobody can recommend anything for you. The first time I watched it, it was just really funny, but I didn't really get the story. There's so many people and so much stuff happening. But it was just, like, really funny. And now I'm like, oh, I understand the characters. I understand the overall arcs. And now I can really understand, like, what it means, you know. I don't think you understand what anything means. You still have a TV that's sitting in this room that you don't even watch, and you have a room that doesn't have any TV in there and just a mattress on the floor. You have taken <laughs> being an artist to a whole right. new level. Look, again, the mattress isn't on the floor anymore. It's set up. I'll show it to you in a second. I don't want to. I don't want to see. I'm I'll, leaving. I'll show you the mattress right. in a second. Chris Anderson, this is what I'm talking and about. You don't want to talk about him, but now we should talk about him. The TV's not going up. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, but I guess the game itself, I don't really have anything else to add. I just, I like New England a, a lot more than the Rams. And I think New England goes up by like at least two scores. And then the Rams kind of get some like crappy touchdown with three and a half minutes left to make it look closer than it is. Um, do you think fourth downs are going to play a big part in this game at all? I'll be honest. I'm not sure what I've added in this podcast during this entire time, only because, man, I'm just not excited. I need <laughs> like another $50 on this game for me to be pumped. I just want $100 total just so it can be an interesting game. So if I lose, I'm angry. If I win, I'm ecstatic because otherwise I'm not going to care. I just don't like the Rams at all. And once again, even though I'm a Tom Brady guy, it's it's been there, done that with New England. I would much rather have like something more interesting to watch if I had to see New England, which would have been Tom versus Drew. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get that, so let's go back to your fourth down question. Blah, blah, blah. All right, so fourth downs, I think both coaches are going to go for them like crazy. I mean, I feel like that the punting unit might as well stay off the field. If it's fourth and one, both teams are going for it. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like it will be a prime factor. I just feel like both teams are going to get them every time. I don't yeah. think anyone's going to stop them unless New England tries to run the ball on Sue and a Donald, and you try to do what the Dallas Cowboys did. Just yeah, run Sue in made a, a really great play. No, to no, stop no. That run in Aaron Donald. Are you sure that you want to run at Aaron Donald? Run at Aaron Donald. Never Sue made that play. Well, you know what? Who, no, it was Donald. No, Sue was in the A gap and came over the other A gap to stop that fourth and I one. I think I'm always in the A gap, if I remember correctly. I like the C gap. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think this, that's the other kind of big question, though, is you four downs, how big a role they play, how important they are, do they yeah. go for them, who kicks at least amount of field goals. McVay's going to go for it every time. Maybe. He didn't go for him fourth and one, like the three-yard line against the Saints, you know? Ooh, by the way, that's a good other question that you just touched on that we ever brought up. Do you think these are the two best kickers in the league? Uh, Ooh, look at this. I don't know. I guess so. Actually, I like both I these kickers. Really, that's why I'm saying. really strongly one way or the other. Who would you rather have with the kick on the line? Oh, I would say Hecker after he, kicked, he rocked that 57-yard one. Yeah. Wait, wait, Hecker, I thought it was like Zerline. Zerline, yeah. Yeah, what's well, yeah. the matter with Heckler? What was that? Just, just call yourself a fan. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Have you ever seen that movie Big Fan with uh, Patton Oswalt? It's a pretty good movie. Wait, what was Big Fan with Patton Oswalt? He's like a guy who really loves New York Giants, like a maniacal amount. And, uh, Isn't yeah. that the Jimmy Fallon movie? No, Where no, it's like no. the Red Sox movie? No, Drew Barrymore? No, that. Isn't that what you're talking about? No, that's Fever Pitch. Uh, you know what the name is. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, it looks good. I was like 16. That was not good. And I was like, and I never sell it at all. Dude, that was not good at all. Yeah. Uh, so do you have any, any good prop bets at all for this game? Any things that you, anything you like? Like any MVP picks you got? The over-under is 56 and a half points. Uh, any Gatorade color? What, all right, here we go. Actually, and rather than give you like seven options, I'm going to give you one option. Oh, give me one. What song is uh, Maroon 5 going to sing whenever they come out to start the halftime show? Sugar. Which one's that? Is that the song? You're sweet. <laughs> That's the California Bay Sugar. one. That's the California Bay You're one, sweet. right? I don't know what it is. Summer summertime, uh, two thousand fifteen. What is this? <laughs> Dude, I got a dog. I hope, I hope he sings that Sunday morning song first. By the way, did you hear that they're not doing an interview because they were afraid that the media would be asking them too tough of questions Maroon for political five? reasons? Because all the other musicians are giving them such a hard time 
for performing at the Super Bowl halftime. Is that actually a thing? Dude, that's actually a thing. Because that's what the world is, man. Nobody can be happy. You know that, right? You're not allowed to be happy in this world. If you're happy in this world, you're doing something wrong. Uh, I don't know. That's just very... Who cares what they have to say? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, who cares? Maroon 5 could say, like, the most bigoted, hateful, awful thing in the world. By the way... And who cares if they do? It's Maroon 5. They suck. It doesn't matter what they have to say. By the way, you know what the most impressive thing is? Maroon 5 has been together forever, man. Uh, same, Maroon all five, four, like, same original members? Yeah, I'm almost positive. Hmm. Even with Levine did hey, his own hey, thing. look that up. Look that up. Look that up, man. <laughs> yeah, fact check me. What are you doing laying down over there? Do something. By the way, so with them, who's a bigger band then? Who's more popular in your mind? Maroon 5, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC. Uh, I think now I think NSYNC was the biggest, but I think now Backstreet Boys is probably the biggest because of nostalgia purposes. It kind of flipped, you know. Yeah, but the problem is Justin Timberlake is bigger than NSYNC. But Justin Timberlake's the biggest one of them all. But the Backstreet Boys are like if they both come to if they came to town, you could probably go to the Backstreet Boys. Well, I spe- don't know. Speaking man. of that, man, I'm going to the Backstreet Boys on Monday for Vegas. Good. We're going to Vegas to see Backstreet Boys live because that's what you do, right? Talk about nostalgic. Yeah, I don't know. I know you're jealous. Don't worry, I'm going to be sending you videos of me wearing my Backstreet Boys T-shirt. Uh, I was listening to Stunt Temple Pilots, not the Backstreet Boys, because I'm cool and tough. Oh God, you know? yeah, you're that artist sitting on your mattress uh, on the floor with no TV. Like I'm about to show looking you, looking out mattress. at the sky. Uh, the Gatorade color things be orange. It seems like the Patriots like orange or yellow, like some real basic color, you know. No, I'm going to say red. Red. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no! I'm going to take I'm going to take my bed back. Light blue, because that's my favorite. I like purple Gatorade. Yeah, you would. Actually, I don't like Gatorade. I like water. What's what? What's the unique? Oh my god! And green tea. Uh, the MVP. I'm gonna say Tom Brady's gonna be the MVP. <laughs> wow, going on a limb there, aren't you? I th- you know yeah. what? I'm gonna go on a limb here. Michelle will be the MVP. I think. I think Michelle's gonna have the better game and be more important. Okay. But right. I just think Brady's so just gonna win. So now you're just like in. trying to copy me. I'm not trying to copy you. But wait, so is this our last show win. of the year? No, we'll still do like two more. Oh, okay. At least one more. At least one more. Okay. And then uh, I, I think the under is going to hit. I don't think they're going to combine for more than 56.5 points. I would hit that under hard. <laughs> how hard would you hit that under? Uh, how hard can I shake a baby? That's as hard as I oh hit the under. Oh, my God. This is a family podcast, dude. Chris. Because I love you, baby, oh little God. baby. <laughs> oh, God. And then I think James Devlin is going to score a touchdown, like definitely. Okay, so this is... Who scores the first touchdown? I'm saying I think he scores a touchdown. No, Who no. scores the Who first scores touchdown? Who scores the first touchdown? Oh, I think the Rams score a touchdown first, and I would say C.J. Anderson. By the way, these are such scary bets. How do people do these? It's because they just have disposable income. This like, I just don't understand how I bet. I mean, even coin toss. Even song. Tails, tails never fails. By the way, do they have bets on what the celebrity guess would be? Yeah, they're like, what song is Big Boy going to sing? Is SpongeBob oh going God. to take a knee? <laughs> By the way, SpongeBob, Sponge- yeah, he's supposed to be in it. He's performing? Yeah, because that, Spon- uh, yes. that SpongeBob song they did with the Super Bowl, they're okay. going to recreate it. By the way, <laughs> I am now fully excited about the Super Bowl because there was a petition for SpongeBob to perform at halftime. If this is why they are doing it, oh, Matt, Matt, I'm, I'm, excited, for the f- I'm, I'm excited for the Super Bowl. Last year's performance is really bad. 
Yeah, I'm it just, was terrible. I'm done with all the shows that they're trying to do. Like Lady Gaga is pretty good though in Houston. But it, the whole like even dancing. I want to see Creed thing. at halftime. That's what I want to see. Uh, they've been showing that video when they were at the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, the Stadium. Thanksgiving. It's the greatest. And it was a guy like ever. he was floating on the. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> he was floating on like the white drapes from the ceiling that you see in like the circus. <laughs> they what 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 am I thinking of the circus? Yeah, the Cirque du Soleil thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was it was beautiful. Also, like. Black leather pants, tidy whities <laughs> oh, and wife beater is like the most, this is the greatest look ever. Okay. So if you had the that's oppor- my, that's my fit all spring this year. If you had the opportunity and it cost a hundred dollars a ticket, but what it was, was Nickelback opening up for Creed. Would you buy that ticket? I would just show up after Nickelback was done and go see <laughs> no, Creed. No, 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 no. You have to show up for the whole Do time. Do I just stand in the front the whole time? <laughs> yes. Or can I like go up front for Creed and then go in the back? No, you have to stay in the front the whole time for both. Yeah, I would do it. That's what I mean. I wouldn't pay $100, but I would do it. No, you'd have to pay $100. That's no, the whole I agreement. I wouldn't go then. Oh. Maybe if it was the Jim Blossom's You're not playing. a fan. No, maybe if it's the Jim Bo- the Jim Blossoms playing New Miserable Experiences front to back before, in like a, in like a dive bar in Tempe, Arizona, before the lead singer killed himself, that'd be something I would want to see. Wow. Okay, so I'm gonna jump into some football here. So this is a football podcast. Let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys. No, we're not. We're no, not no, 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 no. I gotta bring I this one thing up. Let me bring this one thing up. All right, very quick. Very All right, quick. cool. So you know that Jerry Jones is not ex- uh, extending Jason Garrett. And this is also Tony Romo's last year and the CBS booth. So my question to you, even though you don't want to talk about Dallas, but this is a fun conversation. My question to you is, do you think Jerry has a shot of signing Romo as the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys? Because just to let you know, I want that. I would much rather have Romo in Dak's ear than anything else on planet Earth. What do you think about it? Uh, I think if they pay him like $8 million and Romo's like, man, I really would like to win a championship. I think, I think they have a shot. I think he, I don't. I don't know. I don't think we have a shot, and it's only because with how popular Romo is for CBS, it's really going to be up to him on if he would want to ever do that or not. Because, dude, CBS after this year is going to offer him a blank check and a lifetime contract and say, "Hey, you can sign whatever you want." I on mean, that. he would make more coaching though than he would. What is he doing though but in the booth? It's also like the, what is he doing in the booth? What is your job schedule? Though. Yeah, it's the yeah, quality exactly. of life. Like but he's getting paid I mean, he to would do make more to coach, but yeah, how, how but many like, days is he working? Is the four million extra dollars worth it? I don't think so. Four million dollars a year? No, it? yeah, I think he would probably make like four or five more million if he coached than where it's in the booth. No probably way! Than, yeah, I bet, probably more than I that. I bet the booth is going to pay him ten million a year. No, they're not gonna CBS pay him is going to be. You know what? There's I'm no interested. Way. I'm There's interested no now. Much. But as far as how popular he is, dude, I bet they'll shell out the cash. There, but I, there's no way they'll pay him Dude, they'll eight, pay whatever he said. Him <laughs> Ten <laughs> million. Yeah, one hundred. But yeah, that's why I wanted dollars. to bring it up. It's actually an interesting conversation. Don't shut me down just because Dak Prescott it's just, it's just is more, the greatest quarterback. It's more time. We got things to do. Oh, uh, so yeah, I don't know. I I do think I just in the quality of life. I'd rather be in the booth hanging out with Jim Nance. Talking about golf, wearing you know, sweaters and, and blazers, then being on the sideline, have to stay up, you know, That's 90 I mean. hours a That's, week. You know, I know Jerry's going to want him. Like, I know, because what they'll do, they'll make it very nice and easy for everybody. Garrett will then go into the office area. They'll make him a secretary. They will then move in Romo as the head coach, and then they will see if it'll all play out. While Richard is coaching the defense, Romo's the head coach. 
working hand-to-hand with Dak. Oh, my God. It's my dream scenario. I love every second of this. Good. I'm glad. I, just, I, I love it. I want this to happen I'm, so bad. That's good. Uh, so who's your pick for this game? What do you got here? All right. So I'm, I'm going back to shootout. I know you're going to running game. I'm going to shootout here. I have the New England Patriots 38. I have the Rams 35. Jeez, 38-35. I know, man. 38-35. And by the way, the, did you, the speaking of the point line, did you hear with the sports betting opening up at one and a half for New England as the favorite? One and a half. I thought it opened up as, at three and a half. No, it opened up at one and a half, and then it, it changed to two because the line like changed in 18 minutes of betters. Yeah. It was like insane. That sounded like a bad idea. Well, so the line's three. Are you picking... Are you pushing here? Are you picking this Patriots? See, that's my whole thing, man. I mean, you, uh, you, the can, say, like, you can say you want this to be the number and you pick I'll New say, England. I'll say no. I'll just I'll bet New England all the way here because I have bets on the line. All so right. I'll say 39-35. That works. How they score 39 points? Who knows? Who knows, man? <laughs> Safety. All right, so I have New England winning 27-21. Man, you don't have Rams scoring much here. Well, I, I think they get in the – I just think they, they don't get a fourth down, like the 10-yard line. Oh, and They okay. lose some points like that. I don't know, maybe Jared Goff has a little uh, miscue, you know, down the red zone. Who knows? Dude, they're going to get the fourth down or they're going to not have that miscue because the refs are magically going to throw a flag or not throw a flag. Ooh. Interesting. I mean, most people don't think about that. <laughs> I think about that. Well, I don't. I, I don't. Do. I've never had... Reality TV, baby, all the way. That's <laughs> what you do. Good. All right. Well, anyways, that's our show for tonight, the big Super Bowl preview. Uh, if you're listening still, hit that subscribe button. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell Rick Helling, your mortal enemy. Uh, whenever you're in that little box in the confession booth next Sunday for all the sins you commit in Super Bowl Sunday, tell that, tell that man you're talking to to subscribe to the podcast as well. Tell everybody that you know. Uh, again, we'll be back on next Tuesday to review the Super Bowl. Taylor and I will be back on next week to just kind of do like a fun little uh, season award show. And then we're going to go dark for a little bit. Uh, we're not going to go dark. We have I, a movie podcast no, coming out here. As I as I put my life back <laughs> Only together. Only talking about sports movies. First movie up, radio. No, we're going to... Hope everyone's ready. We're going to read books. Radio. No, we're going to read books. But anyways, we'll be back on on Tuesday, review the Super Bowl. My name is Matt Weston. Thank you for listening to Red Radio. Thank you for talking to me tonight, Taylor. You're very welcome, Matt.